Welcome to Archery Country Podcast. What's crackalacking, Captain? We're in the house, the studio, Archery Country Podcast. We welcome everybody back, and we're glad that you're listening on this as we're in the heat of the moment when we talk about preseason scouting is over. Some of you listeners already been in the stand with the opening uh, a week ago, and a bunch of our out west hunters have been showing us success stories. And we got a product, we got a podcast today that uh, is going to kind of open up the ears, so to speak, when we talk about scent control and scent elimination. It's a huge controversial. There's a lot of biased info out there. There's a lot of brand XYZ that might be just water in a bottle. Uh, but we're going to take it to the next step and introduce you to a product and introduce you to a couple guys that have done the research. And they put out a product that, uh, I'm not going to spoil it, but the story is going to be something that you want to listen to. So across from me is probably one of the coolest reps in the business. When we talk about the outdoor world is Mr. Nick Gardner. How are you doing, sir? Not too bad. Yourself? I'm loving life, loving life. And our podcast today is Scent Thief. We make the wind your cover. And we have uh, the original founder on the line, Mr. Russell Epperson. How are you doing, Russell? Hey, good morning. Doing just great. Love it. Love it. Glad to have you on. Now, you guys, yeah. <clears throat> you guys have both been in the outdoor world forever, uh, from trapping to hunting to bird hunting to everything else. We're specifically targeting big game in this podcast uh, from our white-tailed deer, elk, uh, muleys, antelope, everything that can ruin your day if they smell you. And uh, we're going to dabble a little bit on the, the trapping side of things as well. But in the, in the past however many years you guys have been in the outdoors, the idea of scent, you know, from ozone to wearing the, a suit that says that it controls your scent to every spray on the market, um, why is it such a huge sale right now? Why is it such a huge push in the outdoor world for scent? Are we really covering it? Are we covering stuff up or are we taking care of it? Well, I can tell you as the inventor of Scentsy, uh, this product that, uh, that I've invented is unlike anything that's on the market today. Uh, a lot of the products on the market today uses an enzyme to try to eat at the odors. Uh, like you said, they use a carbon suit to try to uh, uh, absorb the human odor uh, and, and eliminate their ability to smell. Uh, what, what I have done and what Sensitive has done is come up with a product that is patented. Um, we call it the no-smell technology. And just the difference is, and it's real hard to explain, but if you take a, if you take a plastic Ziploc baggie and you can go out the yard and dip up some cat manure or dog manure or whatever foul odor you can put in that plastic bag. And you can take all those products on the market today and spray in that bag and you're still going to smell. You, you may smell a vanilla poop or you may smell, you know, something, but you're still going to get that foul odor. Um, because it just can't activate that fast and eat the odor that fast. And the same thing on humans. But if you take Scentsy and you spray in that bag, you can bury your nose in that bag and not smell any odor. So what happens is the evaporation of Scentsy relaxes the epithelium so that it does not send a message to the brain 
and it's all natural. You can drink it. I've drank gallons of it. It don't taste good. But it, it relaxes that epithelium so the animal cannot smell any odor, and they become in a, uh, into a relaxed state. So it truly is uh, the only product that's ever been invented that truly says what it says it does. And we back this with 100% money-back guarantee. Uh, that's just how powerful this product really is. Just to, uh, what, go ahead. As I, just to touch on your question, as far as the scent elimination market, we're always trying to gain that edge. And short of your shooting ability and maybe hiding yourself, the wind is the number one killer of any hunt. You know, as soon Absolutely. as they catch your scent, yes. you're done. Yeah. So we're always trying because to reinvent that wheel, find a different method. You know, you'd mentioned all the different methods that we've gone through as hunters. You know, we've all done it. We've all had... Oh, I've spent yeah, I've spent thousands, thousands of, dollars. of dollars on so, totes and showers and bags and we've all we've all done the fox urine or oh, skunk yeah. essence or you name yeah. it. We've tried it, so it's. I think as yeah. hunters, we're just always trying to gain that extra edge we can. So this is definitely one and of the biggest and ones. before we go any further, a little disclaimer. Uh, Russell says you can drink this stuff. You do what you want to do. But usually I, I would, I would say, don't go out and smell a bag of dog shit, but I want to really see if it works. So I might do this just to, yeah. I can tell you in the first sales meeting we had, he actually had skunk essence in a bag in a, in a closed conference room. And really? It, it, yeah. It did work. So, oh my gosh. I mean, we we're all pretty apprehensive. I'm like, are you, you sure? Cause that spills. We're all in trouble regardless of if this works or not. So. And you're going to, if you come into the, any of our three shops, we're not going to have uh manure as Russell politely put it. But <laughs> the cool thing is, is like, we'll spray this stuff out and you watch people go. The first, the first reaction is always the same. Like, uh, and then it's, it followed up by, I smell this and I smell that, but they don't smell yeah. what we're actually covering up as far as, you know, stale order, garbage can or something, you know, that we're actually trying to do. So we're fooling yeah. them right in front. We're fooling a human, which our sense sucks. Our, our sensory organs suck, but an animal is, well, I don't know what a white tail deer is a million times better or something dumb. Yeah, it's like 200, 200 million times better. Uh, right. Yeah. So, yeah. And, and, and the reaction of that is we, as we traveled the world and done all these deer expos, uh, you know, and line up 18 different guys or gals, and they're all going to smell something different. I can explain that a little bit. So, as you as you smell scent thief, and it it does have an odor, and you'll you'll make that one of your your retained odors for from age 12 to 22. We start retaining and making a memory of smell, like coffee, bacon, all that stuff becomes a memory. When you first smell scent thief, you're going to connect that to a memory of one of those 2200. So you're going to make that smell, whether it be dirt or pine cones or, or bits. I've heard, uh, I've heard anything and everything, just whatever's in their mind, because they connect that to a memory. In reality, it's the first time you've ever smelled scent thief, and it's not there. There's no odor there. You think you smell something, and you, you connect that to one of your 2,200 memories. And eventually, you'll make sense of memory. So, for instance, I sell a lot of this stuff in funeral homes and nursing homes and, and, and first responders. So, 
it may be someday that you're walking into a, a nursing home or a funeral home and you're going to go, wow, that's sensitive mm -hmm. because you've made that, you've made that a memory as coffee or bacon or whatever. No, as a non-user, uh, and first time you've ever smelt that. So you're going to connect that to, to one of your 2200 memories. And, uh, that's, that's been a hard sell for Cincy because I've had people spray it on. They say, Oh my gosh, there's no way, you know, this, this is just not going to work. Um, but you, you have to get past the odor. The odor had to be put in there, um, for, for the drug situation, the drug dogs. Um, yep. and so people not understanding that, um, it is just a recognizable odor is what it is, but it is not dirt or it is not pine cones or it is right. not mint or it is not any of that. And I'm glad you explained that. And now we're going to push the rewind button and I don't want our listeners to push back 30 seconds. This is a, and a, that was absolutely perfect setup for where we're going. And this is not scripted. We're, we're shooting off the cuff here. Russell, yeah. take us to your very, okay, why, what you've done in the past, as far as you're a scholar and you studied this stuff, but there's a reason that you designed this product before the memory smell that we have in here. We had to incorporate that for a reason. I'm going to say it again. So people listening, we had to put that odor in there. We didn't, you guys did. You yeah. had to put that in there. Now, if you wouldn't mind taking us on this little ride, when you started, why you started, and then what happened? Yeah. Well, at a very young age, I was, I was just ate up with traffic. Um, I was showed by a, a gentleman um, here in Butler who was uh, the fur buyer by the, by the name of Stanley Lee Master. He was an old gentleman, and uh, I got into traveling with Stanley, and I was just intrigued. I wanted to. I wanted to learn everything and anything about trapping and, and at a very young age. I mean, I started trapping at age 12 and my whole deal was how can I eliminate that animal's ability to smell me where I set that trap? Because it didn't seem like it mattered what I was trying to catch. Uh, if they smelt where I'd been, it was always two or three weeks before, you know, you needed a rain to wash that odor away, and then you might eventually catch a coyote. And at that, at that point, that's when I started going to the library, trying to study how this nose works, what can I use to relax it or, or shut it down, eliminate their ability to smell. And that's what started the process. And I started mixing this stuff up at home in the basement. And, um, it was, it was to catch more coyotes. And at that time, uh, my mom and dad worked at a lens plant here in our local town. And I think dad said he made about $35 a week. And a coyote at that time was worth 25, 30 bucks. And so my whole deal was, how am I going to do, how can I catch more of them coyotes? So when I, when I actually got the product to where I wanted it, I was uh, 16 years old. I went to the basement. And I picked it up and and uh, come upstairs and I showed mom. I had skunk in a bag and 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 I caught these skunks and I actually ground my own bait. Uh, believe it or not, about every animal out there likes the smell of skunk and it's a, it's a huge attractant to, to predators. And so I always ground my bait up using skunk acid. So I have always extracted that from the skunks. So. 
when I went upstairs and had mom smell the skunk and she'd tell me, get it out of the house, and then I, I used the scent thief on it. At that time, there was no name. And um, she said, wow, that's amazing. Well, then I knew I had it. So I went from catching four or five coyotes in a season to 70 coyotes in a season. I went out and set five traps, five coyotes. And from that point, I knew I had something that nobody else had. I actually had eliminated that, that animal's ability to smell where I'd been. I had it in a wax form at that, at that point. I didn't have it in a liquid spray. I had it in a wax, so everything I did was wax. And just going through, you know, the life and learning and trapping, I, I've trapped in the state of Missouri now going on 35 years uh, for, for predator control, and I've been very blessed enough to travel the world with a medical doctor and hunt uh, many different places throughout the world and use scent thief on every, every animal we harvested. And it truly is uh, a game changer. But what folks really need to understand is there's a, a big difference between trapping an animal and hunting an animal. Um, if you use scent thief in the wrong way trapping, they're not going to smell your bait. They're, they're just going to walk right by it. So uh, we've got to get better at explaining how to use scent thief trapping versus using scent thief hunting. Um, but uh, we're, we're working on that. We're getting better and better about explaining the product. People need to understand it's the evaporation of Scentsheep. It is in a water base now. It's the evaporation process of Scentsheep that allows the product to work. And so people have a hard time understanding just exactly how the product works. As, as Scentsheep is evaporated, it's carrying the no-scent technology by vapors throughout your scent tone. And... As long as Sensief is present and they walk through that evaporation, their ability to smell is gone. It immediately comes into play nanoseconds when they're out of that vapor trail, they can smell again. So if people are using urines or scents that they want to attract like a doe urine or something, it just cannot be in that scent cone. It can't be in that wind direction to where there's scentsy, because if, if it's in there, they're just not going to be able to smell their urines. It's the same as trapping. You want to apply scentsy to yourself, any disturbance that you made on the ground, and your traps, whether it be drags or metal traps in the ground or, and anything like that. Because when that coyote comes in, he's going to smell the disturbance. He's going to start smelling for anything at all that excites that nerve what I call the nerve. It's the first nerve. It's the blow nerve, you know, and, and you find using Scentsy that the deer just aren't going to blow at you because it's actually relaxed that nerve. It doesn't excite it. And so that's the magic of Scentsy. And, and in the process of building Scentsy, I had uh, a couple universities, one here in the United States, do a study for me. Uh, number one was to see if they could break the product down after I'd made it. I wanted to see if they could tell me what was in Scentsy. And this came from my patent attorney. He said, Russell, we've got to make sure that it can never be redeveloped. We've got to make sure every base is covered. So I spent tons of money, sent it to a university. They cannot break it down once the process has been made. 
But what happened there, I believe they alerted the Department of Justice. And at that point, they, they came knocking on my door. And uh, they gathered up all my information, all my studies. Um, they didn't really tell me what they were doing other than they were concerned about the product I had. And uh, it was about a year. I kept calling, trying to figure out how to get in contact with these guys. I mean, they left nothing, but they took everything. And uh, about a year later, I, I got a uh, call back from them, and then I met with them again, uh, assuring me that uh, I could not make the product uh, with no smell in it like I had it for myself, for trapping, uh, and at that time was doing the study on it. So I had to add an element that was recognizable, and that is the element that folks smell. Um, that is the, uh, the scent thief. That's the, that's the name. It's scent thief, and that's what you smell is scent thief, and you're going to make that a memory when you use scent thief of that is what I smell. But in reality, there is no smell. Uh, it is only a element um, that allows you to recognize the product and it does the same thing for animals um, they won't m remember it uh, that's the cool thing about it so uh, if the deer smells it and sees you move and or you know or hears you and a bus out of there uh, the next time he comes into sensi will be just like the first time he's ever felt smell sensi um, they're going to, they're either going to make it an acorn or they're going to make it whatever they're in there. One of their memories, I don't know how many memories an animal has, um, but a human, we have 2,200. Right. So every time you smell that, you're going to make that whatever you think you smell. And, um, it's, it's real difficult to explain what we have here because the market has been saturated with so many uh, different things trying to eliminate a human's ability to smell. In reality, that's almost impossible. But what Sensief has done, it eliminates your ability to smell. It doesn't cover it up. It doesn't eat at it. It doesn't do any of that. It relaxes the epithelium so you can no longer smell any odor. And, and that's the key thing to take. That's the key thing to Sensief. And Russell, pertaining back to your story, the Department of Justice their concern obviously they got a tip or or something happened but yeah they, i believe it came from the university i think when the university was doing the study um because that's when all this happened uh, right you know i was in contact with them almost weekly as they were doing studies with students as they were doing studies with animals and and then boom i get hit with this and uh the, it's funny because the, right after that happened, I called the university and I said, well, man, I don't know what's happened, but they pulled all my studies. And, and the university told me, well, it's going to be a while before you hear from us. Um, uh, we're just kind of uh, going to put this on hold. Yeah. I believe they alerted the uh, Department of Justice and said, you better get on top of this deal. Uh, we've not witnessed anything like this. What this guy has is, is truly, you know, it's voodoo in a bottle. And, uh, that's what the African people told me when, when we used it in Africa multiple times. And, and it, it, it truly is a game changer if used in the right, in the right fashion, in the right way. And the, the department of justice, okay, we're talking, let's 
a, a canine that is used yeah. for a specific rather smelling a bomb or smelling a drug or any drug. foreign yeah. substance that is bad and it's illegal. Well, if you take away a canine scent, which pertaining back to a coyote, no, you yeah. proved that that worked. Uh, of course, they're probably not going to allow. <laughs> they're going to be slightly concerned. Yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure. And, and so it was. It was about a year. I had to find a university uh, that would help me in these dogs. Number one, understanding the dog, and what what can I put in the product now without ruining the product? Uh, and I I come up with a university in Sydney, Australia that could help me with the project and was willing to take the project on for a large sum of money, I might add. This was not cheap. I, I, I cannot believe the amount of money it took me to, uh, to it just extremely, a large amount of money anytime you do these studies in these universities. And if you didn't and, have previous experience, like if you didn't know the product like was uh, outstanding. I mean, why would a single human invest their, their life savings and trying to get a product to work? So you obviously already knew, you know, that it's something. Oh, trust me. I knew what I had, not only with, with the catching ability of coyotes, but the tremendous amount of success I had with white tailed deer. Um, I've been very fortunate. I'm not here to brag on me, uh, but I'm here to brag on Sensi and what Sensi has done for me. Sensi uh, has put a wall full of deer on my wall, and it was it was instantly when when I perfected Sensi and I started out with a recurve bow, and then then when the compound come along, uh, you know uh, my first was a York Mojave, and I thought, man, I hit I hit a Cadillac, but boom, 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 and I mean it was, you know, it wasn't. Well, if I get lucky this year, I'm going to get one. Um, yeah, it it's there, and it it'll happen each year for anybody that uses Sensi. It's a game changer, uh, and I you know being an inventor uh, and and having the product as many years as I've had, uh, I you know I tell everybody this, and a lot of people look at me like I've lost my marble, but my further shot on a white-tailed deer has been seven yards. That's the furthest shot I've ever had to make on a deer. But it's, it's because I hunt where they're at, whether it be in Missouri, we can't bait them, we can't feed them, and I don't understand why. I mean, I think it's, it's I, I hunt Kansas, and it's a tremendous tool. Um, but, you know, I here in Missouri, I have to fertilize my white acorn trees, and I have to plant food plots, and I, I do all that. And where do I hunt them? I'll hunt them right out of that white acre tree that they're eating under. And, you know, it's just because Sensi's now allows people to do that. And uh, you go right to their favorite food source. Uh, they still got eyes and they still got ears. Uh, getting in there and uh, no movement is has been a deal. Um, but it doesn't alert them like smelling somebody. And... It's just a, it's a game changer if used in the, in the correct way. And, and I'm just very, very fortunate and very blessed that the, the product is getting out there and is getting used by thousands and thousands of hunters. Uh, and I, I take several calls. And, and like I said, when, when I took on an investor uh, to help me with this product, I, I 
simply said, you know, guys, I want to, I want to put a hundred percent money back guarantee on this product. I want everybody to be satisfied with Sensi, And if they're not satisfied, I just want to give them their money back. Uh, and I'll, I'm going to be honest with you. We have not paid anybody back yet. And that's a huge um, statement. You know, that's a huge statement. And, and now I've had multiple calls of, of folks saying, Hey, you know, I was in the tree and, uh, man, I've gotten busted. Something's not working. And I, I'll go through the process on what they were doing as they were hunting. And most everybody with the, with the situation using Sensi was simply not replying, reapplying the product. Uh, they, they had applied at the truck or they were nervous to use it because it had a smell. And, uh, yeah, I told one old boy <laughs> out of Pennsylvania, he said, man, every time I go to the woods, I'm getting busted with the product. And I said, well, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to buy, I'm going to buy a plane ticket and I'm going to come up there and set with you because for some reason you're not using the product correctly. And I finally got to where we were at and I, I'm serious. I'm going to buy a plane ticket and drive up there because I've seen, I've, I've vetted this stuff. I've seen too many situations and he simply was just afraid to use it. And he'd only spray at his pickup, and then he would never spray it again. And then about two and a half to three hours into his hunt, that's when he would start getting busted. People need to understand that it is a water base. If it's warm and windy, it's going to evaporate, and it ain't going to be ineffective. It's the evaporation of synthesis that allows it to work. And so understanding, yes, you do have to reapply, uh, because if that if that product is dried out, there's no longer any sensitive papers available. Yep, that's now we, one thing I would definitely, if you're going to take one thing away from this podcast with the use of Sentif, it's to make sure you're reapplying it liberally over the course of your yeah. hunt. That that was a game changer for me using the product. So we'll uh, let's let's we'll go through the whole process. We have the products all laid out in front of us. Nick, take us on. You just had a very successful bear hunt with a beautiful bear, um, and you were telling me the story before we went on air. I want you to relive that story because when you, the first thing you said is, you know, through your process, you reapplied it. And we t- we'll talk about the young bear prior. And I went re reapply. You mean you're not just spraying this down. And then I was, you know, if I, if you wouldn't have told me that if people aren't listening to this podcast, I would have done what I did with brand X yep. the last 10 years. And in our situation, as we go on, as I was brought up hunting from, out west to Minnesota and Midwest, I think whitetails are one of the hardest animals to to fool. Uh, out west, you just reposition, but we always played the win. I don't know how many five gallon buckets of scent checker, you know, that little talcum powder that you in the air. Uh, if if the wind was in that direction, you you would put on miles and go around to where you had to play the wind. But now with a product, as long as you're using the system correctly you can cut your hunt in half, uh, more success. You know, I, I can't, we can't say more success, but more opportunities because you got to make the shot. That's the end result of that. That's the key part is making the shot at the end, which is what most of us struggle with. But you know, it's, if you're an average person who you work, you have a nine to five job, like most of us do or more Mm -hmm. in the current time, (laughs) um, your hunting time is limited, right? And it's, and it always ends up that the wind is, absolutely not conducive for when you can go hunt right so on my bear hunt the wind was pretty much blowing right to the bait okay and i know a lot of people say well a bear will come in anyways and 
Those bigger, older, smarter bears, they just have something different. They're just like a mature white-tailed buck. They're cagey. They've lived through a lot. You know, and bears can be 15, 20 years old. So mm-hmm. they've seen way more than your average whitetail. So it was, you know, a hot, dry day when I hunted. And I had sprayed scent thief a little bit. And I'd been sitting there. And I always bring the bottle with me. Just put it in my pack, hang it up in the tree so it's easy to get to. And it probably been about two, three hours, like Russell was saying. I got out there early because the target bear I wanted to shoot had been coming in about 4.30 in the afternoon. Okay. Which was awesome. Yeah. Um, but... Had a little bear come in, and you could just tell he was really uncomfortable, and I think he was catching my wind, and he just, boom, was gone. I was like, well, I better reapply. Sprayed the scent thief all over me, all over the tree, sprayed it on the ground around the tree. And the bear that I wanted to shoot, which was a really nice bear, actually came in straight downwind to me, sat down, and for 20 minutes just scanned the whole area, trying to catch my wind, checking the bait probably looking for other bears because it was a three-legged bear on top of it. So it had a lot to look look out for. It was a very smart bear. And after 20 minutes, it went right into the bait, and that was the end of it. I made a nice shot. And it was a very so in, in that 20 minutes, um, most of us not using the product prior, uh, we would have tried something. I mean, 20 minutes to sit and watch a target animal is, is hell. Yeah, and it was uh, the first Five minutes was absolutely horrible, and then I kind of just resigned myself to this probably wasn't going to happen, and then right. kind of got my heart rate back, and then after it started going into the bait, my heart went back up through the roof again right. and composed myself. But So, I mean, the product in that 20 minutes, um, let's say a whitetail buck is, you know, five minutes or whatever. Some, some folks don't get the opportunity to see what we call the staging Right. You know, an animal just doesn't come wall unless it's July, come wallering out of its bedding area and walk right to the food source. They have, they are a prey. I mean, they, they're not the predator. So they're going to scan and they're going to smell. And and we've all seen animals with their nose. They'll catch something, but they don't know. Yep. They, as soon as you start seeing that nose going up in the air, trying to catch wind, all of our hearts usually sink. (laughs) That's, Right. Usually you're like, yep. oh, uh-oh, uh-oh, this is not going the way I want it but to. But now I can but, just grab the bottom and go. Nah. Yep. And, and I right. actually had a buddy who do that with a doe. Oh, really? Um, last year, yeah, he was using Scent Thief, and she started stomping her foot, and she was downwind of him, and he was literally in the ground blind spraying it as quietly as he could. <laughs> and she stopped stomping, and she came right out into the food plot. Nice. So it, was, it was kind of a cool live action deal. Now, we said system for probably 50 times in the last 25 minutes. Let's go through the system. Uh, go through the entire product line. Obviously, where you started with just a mixture and a wax, and then now we've graduated. Uh, Russell and, and Nick, take us through what we're doing prior to our hunt in the shower, what we're doing for you know on our way to hunt, and then when we get there, and, and even from washing your clothes. What's the system? You know, it, I think a lot of the lessons that we've learned from previous scent control products you know certainly do apply a little bit you know we've got the laundry detergent you know just like you would normally do wash your clothes it's just good practice anyways to keep them sanitary Mm -hmm. we've got body wash and shampoo use that it's actually a really good quality body wash and shampoo as well i know a lot of the scent elimination products make my skin dry my litmus test is always if my wife will use it and put it in her hair yeah and if she's happy with it and she always is so every every once in a while i come home and like half the bottle's been used. Like, where did all my stuff go? So if, if you've got a spouse that likes to use that, just uh, 
make sure you keep some extra on hand. But just like everything else, wash your clothes, wash your body. And then as you're going into the woods, I'll let Russell kind of cover this portion and the actual implementation of using the spray. You still yeah. there's Russell. Yeah. So, you know, like, like Nick said there, wash your clothes, uh, use the soap. It's got the second, the no smell technology in it as well. Um, it, it's built into that system, but the spray is the key. Um, you, you want to be clean as you can be anyway. Your clothes, you want that clean as you can be. But I know like a lot of the hunts that I've been involved in, in, in Africa, uh, North America, hunting caribou, moose, mountain goats, a lot of times you don't have a warm shower available. Uh, you're out there three, four, five days on a pack hunt horses. Uh, no way to wash your clothes. Where Sensi comes into play is definitely the spray. All the other products, it has no smell technology in it. It's a whole package deal, and we, we built that because our customers were saying, hey, how about a laundry detergent? Hey, how about a body wash? And so we, we, we built that with the no smell technology in it, and I believe it helped. But the key thing, and what I'm saying is, a standalone, the shower won't work. A standalone, laundry detergent won't work. It has to be with the Scentsy spray. It's the evaporation of Scentsy that allows it to relax the upper field. So the spray is the most important. We did develop a wafer that is a, is a uh, oil-based, which retains uh, scentsy, but it evaporates slowly so that it's there longer. Uh, the evaporation of scentsy is much slower. And so it's it kind of put a 20-yard a uh, no-smell zone, so to speak, if you're using a couple wafers, uh, hang it out in the bottom of your stand, one with you up at the top of the tree. And we developed that because there's situations where a guy's sitting on a food plot and he sprayed down, it's 80 degrees, the wind's been blowing, and the deer's been out in front of him for an hour and a half, and it's like, oh, boy, I can't move, I can't spray any more scentsy. So we, we developed the wafer for those situations. It's going to buy you some more time. Uh, your movement, you're not going to have to move to spray again. Uh, but it's only going to work out to about 20 yards because it's an oil base. It's heavy. So the molecules, as the wind's blowing across that wick or the wafer, is going to fall rapidly to the ground. And so 50, 60, 70 yards out, it may become a problem, especially if, you know, thermals and things like that are happening. Uh, you, you're definitely going to have to try to get some spray, you know, on you so that, that it's carrying it out there. Um, something that, that we've been doing uh, to help with things like that is your thermocell wicks. Don't throw them away. Soak them with Scentsy. Put them back in your thermocell. Cook that stuff. Let it sit there and evaporate out of that thermocell. Tremendous tool. Uh, your blinds, you know, your blinds are just nothing but a huge wick. Uh, those, those, those are real effective. Uh, 
on using Scentsy. Y'all still there? We lose it. Can you hear me now? Yeah, I got you. Gotcha. We, we muted ourselves. For <laughs> I had to get the door. <laughs> so uh, the whole system, um, you can go as crazy as you want to go. Uh, you can use just the field spray and the wafers, uh, the laundry detergent. Obviously, when we talk about, you know, washing your clothes, if you do it once or twice during the season or prior to the season, the, the yeah. biggest thing, you know, you see it all over. I don't know about the other parts of the country, but Minnesota, um, not, we're not just talking bow hunters. We're, you know, bow hunters, we got to deal with warm temperatures, middle temperatures, cold temperatures. Uh, yeah. you use, use it for all hunting aspects. Uh, our rifle hunters, you, you can go from oh, yeah. Hennepin County to Wright County to Douglas County to up where you live. And a week prior, Guys get their orange out of the garbage bag or out of the closet or out of the mothball sequence. Yeah, say, if, if you're my dad, you get it out of the scented garbage bag. Yeah. So. <laughs> <That's> exactly, <laughs> and then they hang it outside, you know, because I'm going to get the, yeah. uh, the outdoor. But realistically, that's not doing anything at anything, and I can attest to that. Uh, yeah. But now you have a product where, let's say you are the, the, the blue-collar hunter that's a weekend bender, and you have three weekends set aside one in October, one in November, maybe December. Yep. There's a product that's going to allow you to have more opportunities. And one of my first experiences with Scent Thief, and, and I hate to beg on my dad because he has taught me more than I'll ever forget probably, you know, but his scent control is not strong. Right. Um, like I, I joked about the scented garbage bag, but that's, that's what he carries. <laughs> and so uh, we had this, this product last year, and he's got a real little like 20 by 20 food plot. Okay. And there was, had been a buck in there every night. So he came up to hunt. He gets to come up a couple weekends a year to hunt. Yeah. And I literally sprayed, like, the bottle on him, the blind, <laughs> around him. And he shot that buck at eight yards. Really? Straight downwind. Because I knew it was a horrible wind. I'm like, well, yeah. we'll put this to the test. Right. And, and it worked. And it was awesome. Yeah. So, yeah. like you said, yeah, the yeah. average guy, it's, a, it's kind of a really good tool to have in the toolbox. Mm-hmm. And there's going to yeah, be a it, ton of yeah. listeners that come into the shop or any of our shops. Uh, we've already had it. We have a nice display right out front right here. And, and people are always asking, They're very, you know, because we are professionals. We may not be celebrity hunters and we not, might, might not put 180-inch deer on the wall every year. But we, we only, if you guys don't know who Jake Schlungen is, the owner of the shop, he doesn't put something in the shop just because. It has to work or he doesn't believe in it. And uh, we have a bottle that's, readily available and you know sometimes we get closer to season you can already come in and kind of you that well we talked about that memory sense we all know it's scent thief when you smell it yep but they they want to test it they want to try it well if you some of our other products if you were to spray it 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 like i say water in a bottle i don't know what in the hell's in it but this stuff there's a process there's a study this isn't just something that came out and they put some beautiful woman hunter on the the front of it and it works it's a product that's been studied research universities the unbelievable amount of money to make this work granted you had a hiccup in the middle of that whole situation yeah. but there's a reason you had a hiccup you know there's yeah, they, a reason yeah. things happen they wouldn't have been interested if it wasn't doing the job mm-hmm. so and uh yeah. it's it's Another part of this is sometimes when we have a new product released in the outdoor industry, the very first thing is we spike the prices so high because the demand is going to follow. We, we can forecast things. 
this is not something that you're going to have to, you know, take a bank loan out or use it, get a new credit card for. It's, it's probably one of the cheaper tools that you can find in the shop. Yeah, it, it's a very affordable option. You know, it, it's right in line with any of the other scent spray products. You're looking at $16 for a bottle of it. And that bottle is going to last you for a little while. It's I was going to ask you, so this 24-ounce Scent Thief, awesome labeling, very ergonomical grip, you know, spray bottle, whatever you want to call it. And How long thing, is that lasting if you're using the process correctly? I probably use it a little heavier than, than most just because I've seen how it works. Right. So, but for me, it's three, four sits. Okay. If they're just your afternoon, evening sits. So we break that down as $5 a sit. Yep. You know, for Pretty the basis of it. At, at gas prices, it's significantly cheaper than getting there. So, <laughs> <laughs> so it's like we say, one of the cheaper products that you have, and that's actually going to do more for you than maybe even the yep. $1,500 bow that you have strapped next to you or, or gun or whatever. Yeah. Russell. I'd, I'd like, uh, yep. Go ahead. I'd like to, I'd like to jump in here on, with the story that, that, uh, that I've got for the use of set it's a game changer for a lot of people, but I got a, I've got one from uh, we were in San Antonio, Texas, and we were at an ex, a deer expo where we just first introduced scent thief. In fact, it was in a white bottle and it had this guy with a bag over his shoulder, you know, and it was called scent thief. And anyway, uh, I had this gentleman come up to me and he had a son with him, and his son was in a uh, in a motorized chair. He had been paralyzed uh, in a car accident. And he, he came up to me and he said, Russell, he says, uh, does this stuff really work? And I said, yes, it does. And he said, my son here, uh, we used to hunt all the time together, and he has not been able, we have not been able to kill a deer since he's been paralyzed. And I, he said, I'd like to buy a bottle. And I said, you're not going to buy a bottle of that. You'll never have to buy a bottle of that. You just call me when you want more. And I said, all I want is a phone call when you when you go out there and hunt and you get a deer. He said, I'll do that. Their season, I believe, started in October. I got a phone call from the gentleman. They were in a ground blind. And he said, Russell, he said, oh, I just want to tell you something that this was an amazing deal. I was with my son. He shot a nice buck at about eight yards. And the neat thing about it is I went and took my son with me the next day, and I killed my deer with him sitting beside me. And when when you hear stories like this, then you, that gives you that ray of hope. You know what? Keep trucking. Keep, keep pushing this product. Let, let people understand. Let them see for themselves just exactly how this this product works and so i get more and more calls about that with with folks that uh you know that that have issues that come along in life and and they put off odors but now they can go they can go hunting again i mean you could take your kids with you you know they're and they're not you know you take your wife you know and they're they're you know <laughs> your wife for number one she smells it you got all this perfume perfume and stuff on and but, uh, you know, it's allowed folks like that uh, to get out there and actually see those animals and actually harvest those animals. And, and people need to understand the product does work when used correctly. And, and that was one of the stories that really touched me. Uh, you know, and I've, I've had numerous 
numerous corners, first responders, when when they have to deal with with foul, foul odors, excuse me, uh, that that are just they're astonished with this product, and they're amazed that now it's allowed them to do their job um, without these nauseating smells. This stuff works, and it, it works amazingly. It's going to change uh, the amount of deer that you see in a season. It's going to make you a lot more successful. Uh, I've used it on, on about every animal that, that you can harvest. I've been blessed enough to be to Africa a couple times, all of North America, uh, and I've used it on every animal we've done. And it, it's amazing uh, the the difference and the reactions of the animals if you're using Scentsy. And I think it's safe to say you're bringing a bottle on your hunt that you've got coming up here this week. Yeah, I've got, uh, I'm actually going with the same uh, medical doctor. He's 87 years old. Uh, we've been uh, we've been two times unsuccessful on Rocky Mountain Bighorn Sheep in Alberta. And uh, we, we were able to draw a tag uh, in northwest Nebraska, believe it or not. And uh, so we are leaving tomorrow We uh, and go out there and see if we can't get him on a Rocky Mountain Bighorn sheep. So uh, it's going to be a, a, a good hunt. Uh, and and I, know that, uh, I know that we'll be successful. The other two hunts that we went on in Alberta, we got weathered down both times. We packed 44 head of horses. And went into the mountains and and uh, met 22, 22 feet of snow one time in a valley. Couldn't get out. And then the next time we went, it rained, sleeted, snowed, and hailed the whole time we were there. We were unsuccessful on that hunt because we just couldn't get to the top of the mountain to glass. But uh, those uh, bighorn sheep, it's been a hard tag to draw. And uh, so we're excited about the hunt. And I know that uh, it'll be. We're going to go up into the mountains and set on a water hole where this big ram's been coming in. And I know that we can go in there undetected, so it ought to be a ought to be a good hunt. That's a uh, that's a very cool story, man. And we're glad that we got you on a podcast for a product that uh, is, I think, soon going to just blow up, especially here in the Midwest. Being you know a year into seeing this, <clears throat> with the help of Nick, we'll keep our shelves stocked because it's going to fly off like everything it has been. <clears throat> Russell, we we surely appreciate it. We're going to have all of the product. Uh, scent thief it's make the wind your cover we're gonna have it in our brainer location weight park also here in rogers minnesota right next to the twin cities and uh, if you guys have any questions again if you listen to the podcast you kind of got the sense of how you need to use it but all of us are using it and we can direct you in the way of application reapplying uh, the wafers your laundry detergent your body wash shampoo you know however deep you want to get into this and also they can, <clears throat> obviously they can't get a hold of you when you're not in the shop, but uh, you guys are an open open book and they can contact you. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. If they got my cell phone number, it's 816-820-8937. And that, uh, that's coming right from the man. Uh, he, that's his direct line. You, you get a hold of him. You can also check out scentthief.com. It'll be on archerycountry.com and our website availability there. So, uh, Nick, it was a pleasure having you in. Uh, you're going to be here for a little bit after, and we'll visit. And, uh, Russell, we uh, look forward to it. We will probably throw you uh, on another podcast here after season just uh, for the simple fact oh, yeah. of sharing stories. Have a little campfire shop talk, we call it. And hopefully you got a big ram story you can tell us, and we got some deer stories we can tell you. And, and we appreciate you being on the line, man. 
Well, I sure appreciate the call. It's been nice uh, meeting you guys. And uh, uh, if they've got any questions at all, just give me a call, and uh, we'll go over any of the issues they've got. And, and uh, good luck hunting this year to everybody. I uh, thank you to all listening on behalf of Archery Country Podcast. We'll see you on down the road. Thank you for listening to Archery Country Podcast. 